So one, two, three. There we go. That should that. Yeah, that should be the audio all sunk up there. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. All right. Um. So. I don't really introduce my show. Uh, all, all I do is I, I, I just ask if you'd like to introduce yourself first and foremost um, for everyone who, who cares to watch more than anything. Yeah, or cares to watch, cares to listen, either or. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, from, I'm from West Yorkshire. But not born and raised, but I'm from West Yorkshire. I'm uh, almost 30-year-old something. Uh, just interested in literature and politics and a little bit of a little bit of philosophy and conspiracy but like not too much like I don't really delve into those topics my degree is in creative writing so that's my expertise like that's what I know and, and politics uh, well I've been into politics since I was like three years old um, so yeah those are probably my two main passions but slowly, as you get older, you leave your passions behind and you adopt new ones. Um, but yeah, that, that's it, really. So uh, you... I don't know what. So obviously, we, we were just talking beforehand. Um, you, you said you went to uh, Plymouth University for creative writing? I went to the other one. So in Plymouth, there are two unis. There's the, Plymouth the, uh, Uni and there's uh, Margin College one. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. massive rivalry. They hate yeah. each other. I don't know why. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I, I live like 30, well, I want to say like 35, 40 miles away from Plymouth. I go down there quite a lot. I have like family who live down there for most of my childhood. I, I love the area. But yeah, I know that it's a weird city. I'll give it that. Plymouth is a unique place. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I'm, it was an experience. I would, if I could, I would go again. Um, would, you, would, you, would you do the creative writing again, or would you do something else if you if you were to go uh, again? Probably creative writing still because of the people I met and the people I still speak to. Um, they're one of like they're some of the most amazing human beings that I've had the pleasure of uh, meeting with and living with and just experiencing growing up and stuff so i would the whole thing i would probably do again but i would then this time around i would do a master's and a phd because i didn't i didn't think to do that um but i would i would still do the same course absolutely say i i i actually went to a uh, university funnily enough i went up to the north of england i went to um uh uni just a little bit further north of liverpool called Edgehill University and I studied uh I did a BA in English there but I dropped out after my first year citing that uh I couldn't be bothered with the stress and it just lacked all the stuff I had any interest in I was like yeah I was like this was a bad decision on my part I'm like I, I, I shouldn't be here it's like not for me but I'm hoping to re-attend the exact same uni now uh September next year for um for a po politics and sociology degree because i realized i'm a bit more interested in that than i was english apparently <laughs> yeah i mean if i had to do another degree and i couldn't do creative writing i would probably do philosophy so i i, I would I, probably do philosophy because it's just some... 
I was gonna say I had some friends who did the creative writing degree at my university, but they they I don't know about what you you were taught to do uh, for creative writing. I always find I, I said to them that I think it's the most um, entertaining subject you could possibly charge someone ten grand a year to to study. Because I'm like, how do you teach someone to be creative? I said either you're creative or you're just not very creative so i was like everyone on that course has well, it depends. extremely creative already and they're like no 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 you, you might not be creative and i'm like no you like if you look at all of the guys here it's like you are all extremely creative individuals who've come on a creative writing course to perfect it but i was like surely you can't teach someone to be creative i said i've got friends who just you know they they aren't they're, they're not not the most creative people i'll uh, i'll be introduced to <laughs> Still love it. Um, but it, it, it depends because, like, so people can be creative, I, I fully believe, and I get why, you know, why would you pay to be creative, and I get your ideas, but there are some people on my course that weren't creative, but then they were taught how to, so they had all these ideas, but they didn't know how to bring it down and structure it. So... Um, proofreading is one. So I never used to proofread, right, before uni. And one of my lectures was, um, if you read, if you write a book, it's 40,000, 100,000 words long, but you haven't proofread it, if you give it to an agent and they proofread it, you will not get published because it will be a bad book. Like the story would be bad because you haven't messed out your ideas. That's one idea of being like a creative writer like it reminds me i was and it comes from an idea so i went to a um in bradford they had this uh literature festival and there was this participant audience member she was like um oh it was that baker that came in you know that nadia hussein she was there and it was an event and she was asking this question to her saying i've written a book you've written a book but you've got published and my hundred thousand words book that i wrote in a week has not been published what do you suggest to me and in my head i was like yeah that's not getting published <laughs> there's no way you wrote hundred thousand words in a week i messed out your ideas it has a beginning it has an end a beginning middle end and the story flows well um and and you put it together there's no way you've done that there's no way you've proofread it you don't have enough time to do that so that they teach you how to make sure you proofread it make sure you're concise and taught uh, don't add too many words um when you're making character speak you don't need filler words except See, for XYZ, I'm, so. I'm like I, I, i'm like that all just sounds like common sense almost for a degree but then i don't know if that's because i've got at least a bit of an english background to it so it's like for me it's like yeah of course you do all that that's how you it's how you write anything down and i'm like maybe maybe perhaps this is this is the english side talking going with well yeah but that's just how you write isn't it it's like you 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 got to proofread you've got to you've got to understand not to use a thousand filler words in in every sentence and things like that just to buff up a word count but i i i, I think part of it comes to again english if you study it you're probably kind of already taught those basics i'm like i'm hearing it yeah all but it's like, that just sounds like such like exactly sounds like what, they, what done... you should already be doing though doesn't it <laughs> yeah so you've done literature english literature a levels at the very least for you to do an english degree right so you've done it up to an A-level standard. You've passed it. So you know 
the proof how to proofread how to do xyz but we had mature students that didn't do a levels back in their days it was goodness knows what right um and they weren't taught how to be like how to make so how do you how do you write a quote right that um everybody will be like memorizing how do you come up with a quote like uh something that sounds like einstein would have said what words would you use where does the comma go how do you stylize it if it's a poem right all of that it, it takes that full dedication so they teach you three times a week and they teach you the structure and they break down every classical literature that you have um and say what words mean so so like i said i i would i would repeat the entire thing and then yes. get a masters maybe see that's fair enough i i i i did meet one of our creative uh, writing teachers um at well lectures at uh, at my my old uni his name was peter he is he was probably like my favorite person and he wasn't actually one of my lecturers at all but i um like two years before attending this that university i had sat in on one of his classes and he is a very well accomplished like D D writer uh he does like all of their like he does like a load of their big campaign things and stuff like that and um his oh, like, one of, he, oh, i can't remember his full name um he's called Hmm? you said he wrote he does campaign for someone uh he does campaigns for like dungeons and dragons who makes dungeons the actual company like that's he works for them doing like a lot of their official um things which i I, I, so i sat in um on like one of his classes where essentially like his entire course was um though his entire subject that semester for that class was they had to create their own like D D campaign in ten thousand words and i'll be honest it's i don't think i've ever had as much fun in my life as i have had sat in a um <laughs> sat in a room with with someone um who t- whose job is to literally write D uh for the most part and just like play dungeons and dragons even though it's not like properly play it, but like semi properly play Dungeons and Dragons, just to teach these guys how to create story and like character building type stuff. And I'm like, I get it, but again, it's just uh, it's one of those. I feel like you've got a lot of creative people sat in that room in the first place. I, I understand the whole teaching the method, like teaching method for this is how you you use your creativity but again it's one of those where it's like but you're all still creative people it's just the ability to put pen to papers where your creativity uh kind of drops if you get what i mean you know yeah i i I get i get the general gist of general gist that's not a good word we'll edit that out later um (laughs) i get the the general idea you're trying to convey um but yeah, like, I, not I so much an issue it. with the subject. I think the subject's fine. Like, I, I'm not going to say you shouldn't do something like that or what a waste of a uni degree. I always just like find it quite an entertaining notion because the idea of saying, oh, well, it's creative writing. I'm like, just call it writing because the word creative suggests that you're almost going to teach me how to be that. And it's like, I wouldn't be here if I wasn't that. I'm here to pursue the writing side of it, like the actual pen to paper subject kind of thing. Because it's like, no one can... 
no one can teach you to come up with harry potter or lord of the rings you either come up with that universe on your own or you you kind of don't like you can't make someone's imagination like anything else if you get what i mean yeah no i i, I understand i understand where you're coming from i mean i was reading so i yesterday um so i just finished recording a podcast with gladys her knuckleball podcast um and that was a reddit request and i was like i can do this and we went on for about two hours right so i was like and then i was like oh wait hold on i i don't live in because i said i live in leeds and i was like i don't i don't i don't live in leeds i, I work in leeds and i'm sorry i said that so i had a message afterwards um was like, i don't know why i said because you get mixed up when you're talking and you talk and you words you think ahead of yourself um but i was reading this this coming back to my point i was reading this short story called the egg by andy weir i don't know if you've read it it takes you about three minutes to read it's a very short story and it's about a nameless individual who dies in a car accident and then he goes into the afterlife and meets someone like a he's someone that is godlike and it talks about how um he's going to be reincarnated back into the world because the person who the unnamed character has not experienced every being on the planet so he can't carry uh you know his experiences so far he, he was 48 years old and so he can't carry he can't like move on to the next life uh where the other gods are or where god lives because he hasn't experienced every human being's experience so he gets reincarnated as a chinese peasant girl in the year 540 um and then this god like person says i created this world just for you and and no one else and the idea is that there is only you in this entire universe known and unknown there is just you and every time you you, you are every uh villain you are every victim you are every uh struggling person you are every rich person every poor person um everything good you do everything bad you do you're doing it to yourself and there's just you in the world and i read it last night and i was like Bruh, so essentially re- reincarnation but you're the only soul in the universe you're the that only... actually exists yeah yeah so yeah that's, that's it so it if moves you... into solipsism All right. uh, but the solipsism is where you're the only person you know that only you exist because you know you are conscious you do not know if everybody else has the same conscious as you do therefore only you are real and i was like this is fascinating i want more <laughs> give it all to me <laughs> it's brilliant i read it and i was like i'm sold i'm sold I love it. You should read it. I think you would like it. The so it's Seems called the egg. The egg. I mean, if you, I'll message you um on your Reddit after this. Actually, yeah, I'll do it now. Link, link, link um, it, link it over to me. And I'll link it. Or something, and I'll. Uh, it takes me two take minutes, three minutes, uh, to read it. Uh, wait, hold on. It's here somewhere. The egg. Yeah, it's on the author's website. Uh, where's your Reddit thing? But yeah, if you want, I'll discuss whatever you want. To, when, sorry for 
diverting the conversation. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, that's, that's, that, honestly, it's, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say don't, don't talk to me about something you find interesting, am I? That's a ridiculous notion. Um, what, what was it I was gonna say though? Was oh, um, I don't know if you've ever, ever heard though. Um, I'm a, I'm a big pod, podcasty person. I enjoy it. Um, do you know? Uh, oh God, why, why is his name gone? Uh, oh, bugger me, the names of the guys have gone. Um, oh, I sent you that story, by the way. You'd be in your Reddit. Justin Roiland, there we go. Do you know who Justin Roiland is? I don't know why his name just escaped me for a minute. <laughs> no, what? The, he's I, I the don't know. I don't know. Creator and voice actor of, um, <clears throat> of like Rick and Morty and Rick and Morty. Uh, I've never, I've never bought into that show. To be honest, I'm so sorry. I, it's alright. I, I, I quite enjoy Rick and Morty. I've enjoyed it for for quite a long time. I was introduced to it in like the second season by an ex girlfriend of mine. She was like, "I think you'd like this," and I've never stopped watching since. But um, he had a podcast many, many years back called uh, the Grandma's Virginity Podcast. If you ever need like something to just laugh along to for forty-five minutes straight when you're just traveling or whatever, I advise getting a copy of like some of those episodes. They are the funniest thing ever. But I I was thinking about it because um the story you were telling me he has a religion in it for a little while called Pigs Are People, where essentially the base concept is when you die you go to the afterlife and like and your soul's there fighting for a zygote of like either a pig or a person at any time in history for any point in history and like the grand scheme of it i think was it like totaled out to be that you're the only soul you're just fighting with your other souls for for the same slot to end up in the same place alongside yourself all the time <laughs> which i'm like that I sounds uh, very oppositional to to the egg though i haven't read it or heard it or whatever no it's a, it's a weird going it's by a weird, because in weird thing his Sorry, entire the, i think the entire thing is it comes out to one soul but it's as opposed to you live as every individual and you commit every act he had it as you live as every individual but you also live as every pig <laughs> throughout time in history yeah, no, you, are, you are all animals and all pigs that would turn you vegan you would I, have to I, be I, vegan. I, yeah, that would turn you vegan, wouldn't it? If you had to consider that all of them were just you, but I'm all right. I'm vegetarian. I've never eaten it, any of that stuff, so it's all good for me. Fair enough, fair enough. Easy but enough. Yeah, I know. Um, you, I think you should read it. I, I think everybody should read it. Um, but, you know, our GCSE and uh, GCSE English lessons don't allow formal writers anymore because of Michael Gove. So nobody can, no, no high schooler can now study To Kill a Mockingbird, which I think is the dumbest idea any government could ever put into place. Like, what are you doing? Is that, it's a classic, though, right? I, I, it's, I, yeah, it's but a, I have to say this. Classic. I mean, you got you got to consider in the English education system that at GCSE level, which is, you know, the basic of basics for everyone, like, they have taught for us to read the same short book for the last i, I want to say 40 odd years like i had to do of mice and men my mother had to do of mice and men when she was taking her equivalent of gcse like her o levels 
So she just gave me her copy fully annotated from back when she did it because that story hasn't changed in 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 nearly a hundred years, and we and we still uh, we still have to do it. I retook like the GCSE for English at one point for for fun, essentially, and like it's still the one that I I found online is still. Let's talk about of mice and men. <laughs> so I mean, but I, I get the whole like you know. Michael Gove's limitations are a bit bit ridiculous, and I agree. But at the same time, English schools were never teaching that much of a great study book anyway, were they? We've had the same book the last 50 years. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it is what it is, though, I guess. But Don't get me wrong. Michael, when it comes I to know, education, I, I, was just, Michael Gove, I was just saying, I, I read it, it's... It takes. It took me about what three minutes to, to read, maybe not even if not even three minutes to be honest. I'm just going through the book in two minutes. Really, it's very short. Like it's, it's like not even a page. Um, so it has a beginning, middle, end, and I was I finished it and I was like, oh okay, no, no problem. I'm all alone, but I'm not alone, and everybody's me. So I am my only yeah. friend, but that's fine. <laughs> Here's yeah, the thing, so if, you, it, if you start applying that to real life, like, what does that mean for, like, the incel population that blame blame all the women for not being attracted to them? Do they have to finally look inwards and blame themselves? <laughs> they have to be, like, in the next in the next female iteration, I won't be so picky and judgy towards me, you know? Maybe I'll get a chance with myself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the word incel was made up and theorized by a woman first. Like if you look at the history of the just the word incel, it was made up by a girl on like MySpace, I think. Like it was, it's it's a, it's a woman that's came up with the word incel, but it's now being used by guys who don't like women. And I'm like, oh, now, okay. Now created oh, oh. the great. They 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 essentially created the greatest enemy to themselves by naming them. Originally, we just called them lonely virgins, but then you decided to give them like a banner name to to corral under, as if they had a a group motion that they could be stuck with. We are the incels. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I don't really get stressed too much over over whatever it is. It's just when it when it I'm comes to it, it, I know I know you said you were interested in politics and all that, and it's like I've 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 been saying to my friend because I. I sit as a centrist, like, slightly left-leaning, more towards personal freedoms as well. Like, I'm I'm a big fan of scale-down government and turn it into... Like, I believe that the answer is you scale-down government because I don't think the government should have as much control as they as they currently do. So I have, like, libertarian values in there because I'm like, fuck, am I, I, don't, I don't need the government knowing everything and anything. I need them knowing what's going on in the outer world and what's going on in England should just be, you know, kind of for England to worry about. And it was one of those where it's like, I, I said to him that I think, like, at the moment, the first thing we really need to do is we need to start, like, solidifying in some laws on words because I was like, not to prevent them, I'm like, but to actually protect what they mean, so that in ten years' time, when we start suffering the backlash that America's creating, we might we might be able to get through it quicker if we all just sit down and say, no, 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 no. Ten years ago, we sat down and we agreed on these things. We we set them in place, like secured them in law, so that then when all this oh. stuff started kicking off. <laughs> 
But then what words and how would time and society move on? Because it has to move on with the I, population. I, I, yeah, so but people, I, think, so like, I think that the problem is, I, I'm a big fan, as you said, like you, I, I assume that you've, if you're a fan of philosophy, you've paid attention to like Greek philosophy and the histories of ancient Greece. and Very, very, like a long, a long time ago. Like when I said I'm a fan, um, I, I like the idea of a philosophy, but I haven't, I haven't really read a lot into it. So I'm not very educated into it. So, so yeah, I mean, I know the way that I, I do most of them whatever. is that the, the problem is philosophy and ideologies are kind of, in my opinion, like it's impossible to avoid having ideology, but at the same time, ideology is one of the most toxic things to exist because ideology is, is something that like we, we kind of, we use it as our foundation of being and then we have to kind of protect, we have to protect it almost in our heads and I don't like it. Again, cent like, I'm quite centrist. I like to hear both opinions and say, surely the best answer is let's meet in the middle somewhere. It might be unfair to one party or the other, but welcome to the world. It's kind of unfair. And, and we have to look at it logically for what's best. And it's like with words, I'm currently a big believer that we need to guarantee <clears throat> certain words like gender gender identity words i think and sex in particular we need to kind of like solidify now before it becomes so disillusioned words? so f in my opinion it's like i think the words man woman and then like well i think man and woman need to be solidified and kind of not protected but like protected as as far as words can go because when you think about these words at the moment and um, what what does a man and what does a woman really mean to you the problem is is if you can answer anything other than biologically by the definition of science a man is this a woman is this we have these like eight identifiers that say this is this this is that then you know like you're gonna cause problems because it's like at the moment i saw online the other week that there's like a a database that's coming out to ident like for non-binary like skeletal uh, skeletal remains or something i can't remember the exact ins and outs of it off the top of my head but it's because they want to try like essentially and i know it's like that's like the the, the tenth of a percent of like an entire group but that 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 tenth of a percent is the most vocal so it's like you need to kind of lock in in a country where we've not got them screaming at the moment you want to just lock in those words for safety so that when people start kind of echoing what america what america has done because it tends to be what happens with any social movement is predominantly half the time we kind of witness the americans make it big and screamy and then people in the uk like to also go real big and screamy on it because you know why wouldn't you want to do that it's fun and that's fine but it's like at the moment they if you have a conversation with someone under the terms of like so um i'll put i, I i'll kind of put you on the spot with it it's like what would you say is a woman by your own estimates uh i will go by the dictionary and medical definition to be honest See, but this and is whatever the thing, that, like... whatever science is now, if it if it adds another definition in ten years, 
Then I'll go by that. Yeah. Like, it doesn't bother yeah, me. That's, I don't, that's, I don't that's, really that's... care if someone wants to wake up one day. And and the thing is, nobody wakes up one day and decides they want to be the opposite gender or no gender at all. It's a lifelong thing. Oh, so nobody, no, I, so I this I is why agree. people like Matt Walsh are incorrect. Because they, they, they usually say, what if tomorrow I wake up and say, I want to be a woman? See, but I think I think this is the problem with with people like with with people like Matt Walsh, and I I say this a lot with with all of it. Is I think the left kind of side, the socialist side of the world, play very well with identity politics, and they make you want to feel a part of a group and feel that your group is protected, represented, and things like that. And then the right kind of just poke fun at all the stuff that they don't (laughs) think about, almost. And it's like the problem is the right make a ridiculous statement and you go ah they're just being stupid and then the left make a statement you're like yeah it's a bit far but ah well and it's like the right the right seem to get a bit more backlash because it's conservative and like i I get what you mean you're breaking up what happens oh sorry give me two secs can you hear me there uh yeah a little better there we go sorry um but yeah it's like um with matt walsh and the whole like well what if i woke up tomorrow and said i was a woman and like his his point is more to the fact that you can you can say that's ridiculous for a man to say or a grown woman to say like because yeah it would be if i woke up tomorrow morning i'm i'm 25 years of age if i woke up tomorrow morning looked at my partner said i've decided i'm a woman uh my my pronouns are now she her and all that it, you would think sorry, I'm... you keep breaking up I'm, I'm really sorry you're going oh. in and out um Hang on, let me just quickly. Where's? If I come here, can I just? Let's see if. Um, input. Can you hear me better like that, or? Yeah, I mean, I can hear you better and it was just it was going in and out and i didn't want to miss what you were saying yeah no that's 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 fine that's fine i just wanted to make sure for you real quick but um yeah no if it's like if you um if you if you consider it as an adult saying it it's it's a ridiculous ridiculous statement and you think it's stupid but the problem is i think a lot of people almost miss that the point that he's trying sorry you're still you're breaking up um, like very slightly it could be me i can put my device on charge um but yeah you're like slightly breaking it uh i'm i'm not too sure as to what's what's happening there it should be should be right hopefully i i think i'll have to quickly there you go all right let's see it's just I'll run with it for a second. If 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 you miss anything, just just let me know. Um, oh, okay. and we'll, we'll we'll I'll just repeat it for you. But yeah, and like I think the thing is, there's a lot of people for for people like Matt Walsh. They, I think they miss that his point is not so much about adults. We trust adults. I trust most adults to be able to make a decision. But the question is, where do you draw the line? And like because you're 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 putting it towards children. And it's like, I'm a firm believer that realistically, if I had a child and my child was, was, was transgender, um, and they, 
that like I, I i i couldn't care less kind of thing like my kid can do what my kid wants to do and can be whoever my kid wants to be that's fine but i would wait until my kid's 18 and is reaffirming that to me because i get that everyone's like well i knew at 13 well that's great but in the nicest way as a 25 year old at 13 i had only just kind of settled on what color was probably my favorite color and whether or not I had an interest in in doing like the most simple of shit, I'm like, I don't think I had the ability to make a decision that could affect my biology at that point. And it's I think that's where the big problem with people like him is coming from at the moment, where a lot of people seem to be going. But science has already answered that, though. Science has already answered well, that. Well, I mean, I mean, the thing is, is science science has answered affirmatively men are yes. men women are women like that's no, that's a scientific fact like you no, can't if i dig up a bone uh if i dig up a skeleton they'll tell you man or woman like they will tell you man or woman based on biology like and i i, I understand gender dysphoria and that's kind of where like i think that needs to be dealt with but it's like i don't think that it's something that children should should have to really be focused on. And again, I think that when you're 18, fine. Like, if you're an adult and you can say with more or less or affirmation, like, 100%, I believe I am this and I feel this way and I felt this way, go for it. If that's what you want to do, go for it. But I think that it's one of those where it's like, you have to consider that we, as a society, work for our slowest members I can drink 34 pints of like, like beer and then drive home and won't have an accident. I can well, do that's that. objectively not true. But, but well, but this is the thing. I can I can drink and drive. 100% I could drink and drive. Not like, safely, no d- Yeah, for, for sure. No. I could drive. I can no. drink and drive safely. I've, I, I, I could swear my life to it. But the difference is... How many pints? Because I want to test this. Now I want to test this. For, for, for alcoholism at my peak i could i could safely tell you that i could still walk talk and act sober do everything normal and i could be three bottles of vodka down in a night because i was a strong alcoholic for, 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 for but like, so could... the chances of you getting into an accident after downing three bottles i don't know how big these bottles yeah, are no, but, this but, is, no, but, no, but the, the thing is, is this is that statistically only applies if if alcohol affects everyone the same it doesn't i could drink three bottles of vodka and act normal where you could do three shots and would be paralytic like because i drank so much i could withstand so much more so it's like you can you can say like things have a definite but like in that situation it's like i i can tell you that though i can do it you can't do it and therefore no one should do it like I have to consider who the slowest guy is. If if you could tell, if you told me I can do ten lines of cocaine, drive home safely a hundred miles, no problem. Cool, but the problem is some dude out there can't do cocaine, drive home safely. So you shouldn't do cocaine and drive because it's it's a societal issue of the slowest member. Not not that the the drug is a problem. It's that there are people who are unable to do that, and therefore it's dangerous. I mean, but the science is that drinking and then driving is unsafe. It's never well, safe. Yeah, but that's that's under the principle that like, that's a part. Your... That's a science part. Yeah, but that's that's yeah. that's that's the principle that you you cognitively become slower. 
that's because your cognition yeah. is meant to drop with alcohol consumption but again it's it, it, it it's a dependent thing because at the end of the day every country has a different drinking law on how much you can drink before it's not okay to drive in england it's something like i think you can roughly do about uh, i want to say it's about two and a half units worth of alcohol and in your system and you'll be clear to drive still but for some people that's that's too much alcohol still for me that that wouldn't do anything and i could do another 10 and still be fine because i i drank a lot more so it's one of those where it's like i agree alcohol is shown to to slow but how much is the problem and because of how much being the problem you go for well we have to set a minimum somewhere it's unfair to everyone else but it's to be safe for everyone the other answer is everyone who can't, can't i mean i get where standards. you're coming from you whack but... them in a cell or something but that would be a cruel answer <laughs> yeah I, I i guess i know where you're coming from but like again if if the science is there's no safe drive like you if you have 10 vodka shot bottles or whatever i don't drink ever i've never drunk so i don't really know how it works but the science is <clears throat> you drink i don't know let's say four pints for example and it says and it makes it a known fact within the realm of science which is what we were discussing that driving after two pints will the chances of you getting into an accident have shot up by 80 percent for example and the chances of you drinking and getting into an accident and whilst driving has shot up so it isn't safe so if the science says that and then in five ten years time it says oh okay um it's less than that or more than that then i would go on that evidence because yeah that's the thing so is law, law doesn't ground itself with science law has to ground itself with society so like the problem is you have to be able to implement like some solid science with like basic and like basic societal kind of things again like drinking like what the, the, the like the science says it's like you uh, one one beer and you, you you increase your chances by what 10 percent, let's say and it's like and that's why in england we say oh well you can have um a point like 0.8 or something or 0.08 whatever it is on a breathalyzer and be cleared to to drive but in i want to say it's like ireland it's actually 0.2 higher <laughs> And then in America, it's like half of ours or something. Like, depending on where you live, like, completely changes where you consider the limits of safety to be. And, uh, and like, that's the problem is there where, where does science consider the limits of safety to also be considered as to what, what you can reasonably say is because of the alcohol. Because, again, like, if you were to put me into a study like that, I could probably pull up a fair amount of what you'd think was be, would be safe. Because when I was drinking, I could I could do everything. I, I've met many alcoholics who drink and drive, and they'll drink, like, bottles and bottles of the stuff. And, like, they'll drink hard alcohol, and then they'll drive. And they're some of the safest drivers you'll ever see at times, even when they're shit-faced. And it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't actually seem to be a problem for everyone but we have to concurrently agree that somewhere there's a line and we say look once once you know you start getting a little too tipsy it's 
it's dangerous. But you can drive drunk and not get pulled over if you're you're driving normally and looking safe. Yeah, but so the, the initial, coming back to the initial point of transgenderism and people, children identifying, um, <clears throat> I'm very sorry, um, young children can identify their gender. I'm, it, I'm, I'm, have identi I'm, I'm sure whole, that, sorry, I'm sure that children, children have an ability to, but I, I think it's still fair to say that at 10, you can't tell me your favorite color and you can barely do any sort of stuff that your standard adult can do when it comes to thinking. So maybe affirming is is a bit of an issue because you can't you can't affirm stuff to people. Affirming is 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 training. I, I can affirm stuff to my partner and she does more of stuff that I I appreciate because if I if I affirm it and and whatnot, then it, it becomes psychologically something that you you build in someone's mind but the so the american academy of pediatrics have found that children identify their gender at the age of four i mean i That's i wouldn't fact. i wouldn't trust anything that comes too much out of like major american academic studies because unless you know no. where all their funding comes from it's never something i would want to listen to personally like I, I would have to sit there and read through it to, 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 to be able to go, yeah, no, four-year-olds can tell you. But I can I can tell you that there are people in this world who who have said that they they, they thought that they were a woman and have transitioned and, and then don't want to. I've 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 met people who have who have gone on like um uh I can't remember what they're called, the their hormone blockers and like they have caused biological problems and they have then realized that maybe they weren't ever actually um like a, a, a woman and the pro the problem is is like in in doing that like the, the the damage is done like they they have to accept where they are which is that like the damage that those chemicals have done to them was was is is irreversible like we can't actually un undo that kind of stuff it's it's it's, it's a, almost an equivalent to it's not quite castration i think that that word is used a lot to make it sound more more violent than it is i don't think it's quite the equivalence of castration but i don't think you're too far from from that kind of field at the same time when when you come into this realm and it's Again, like you can say a four-year-old, I can I can say though that if I'm not allowed to make a decision about gambling or drinking or driving or anything like that until I'm 18, I probably shouldn't be allowed to make a major decision that affects my my core biology before the same point. Yeah, but so it, the the way that so first of all, the American Academy of Pediatrics is is not like like a wacky site it's well like it's it's science i don't i don't know it's just a it's a medical journal they they don't like get money and then print out whatever the you know donator is telling them to print out it's a it's a study that has been peer reviewed and verified so it's not like it's like saying like with climate change 98 percent of the world's leading scientists agree that humans are responsible for recent global warming and climate change. To say that uh, you have to look at each paper's funding when it's already an agreed fact, 
diminishes no, again, I, that I, is I believe do, but... I believe that with 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 Americans is especially um, I I believe that you need to check where things like their funding come from because in America you can get 17 different decent bodies of science to all say almost completely oppositional things so because uh, because of money um, uh, who was it that I'm trying to remember that I've watched a video on like which bodies it was that like essentially based on how they decide to 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 or how they get their money can change how it was i'm trying to remember there was a youtuber who did a um uh, a video on it doing like a beautiful explanation on on why with with certain studies you need to kind of check uh i don't have their name to hand and i can't um so the american academy of pediatrics the aap received their funding from the government they the government their funding from money. the government yeah again like i said i would want to read their their studies and i don't i don't deny whether a child can or can't but what i deny is the ability to to medically intervene on such subjects and i think that that's a big a big problem because if you if you allow for medical intervention at a young age you're 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 playing god essentially at a point that i think like we already have managed to extend our lives and put devices in our chests to make our hearts pump and so on and so forth we like we already play at the boundaries of like what it is like what it is to play as god i don't think we need to to try and delve too much further into it as as, as a whole but i think that yeah. just doing it to children just seems like a limit limit too far and everyone can say it's for the you... for the sake of compassion but i'd say that the sake of compassion is that I'd rather wait until you're an adult and you can tell me that and you can call me an asshole for it, but it's one of those. I would rather wait until you're an adult and you can say that take your word as a child and then have you look at me and say I'm worse for, for letting you do something you probably shouldn't have done because I'm tackling a subject that's too too new for, for, for people to be able to just fairly handle. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I think that's very good if I guess. Yes, that's where we differ. Um, but yeah, no, I, like, like I said, I think, I think, I think, I think people are entitled to do whatever they want, and that's why I think, to an extent, governments need to be wound down as a whole. I think governments need to focus more on international relations, and then keeping the people in a stable economy and keeping, like, you know essentially keeping the lights on as a, as, a, as a government i think that's kind of where they belong and then i think they belong in the the world for law under predominantly i think that the law should protect those who aren't able to kind of protect themselves like in the sense of you know children the disabled the outlet i think that laws should probably exist more for that and less for the monetary gain that some laws exist for more more than anything it's kind of like i'm very much a a believer in just legalizing i'd i argue legalize nearly everything i think it it would just be easier i reckon if you legalized everything you'd, you'd probably save yourself a lot of problems because you could legalize it put it all under government control make sure it's the cleanest purest of anything and everything kind of like essentially be able to let people do whatever they want to do but all that all that income instead of going to the black market is now going towards a government to, to to run itself and do better things 
and you know it's stuff like that for me with with how governments need to act i think they just need to kind of almost become more business minded and less controlling the people minded <laughs> yeah i mean governments are always going to control the people but yeah it's it's an interesting well, interesting like take yeah, well, I th I think it's one of those. It's like you being from England. I, I've spoken to a lot of Americans, which is um, is really interesting because, like, when you speak to them, everything out there, it, it's not a surprise that the country's always, from our perspective, looking like it's going just to implode any day. You know what I mean? Just every every time you almost turn on the news and something's happened in America, it's something else that's just ridiculous and. And you just couldn't believe this would happen in in a in a uh, like a first world country almost, and everything. But it's, but it's like, happening um, in England. I don't so think it happens anywhere ha near as badly out. Uh, no, out no, no, in no. The UK. So it's um, I don't know if you've read the online safety bill that the government is drafting at the moment. Uh, they already do this. They just want to pass it in law. Um, they want all your communications to be accessed at any point at any time whenever yeah, yeah, they the ask whole, the whole your isp pretty much logging everything yeah, the whole thing everything free access yeah they won't I, back, but this is this is this they is stuff back that doors I think. into everything and i'm like but you can't have backdoors into everything because the minute you do that the entire society collapse because I think, everything i think it's i think it's one of those where it's like I, I think that governments need to accept that the internet is kind of out of their control like it's decentralized from you you can go to a server room and kick that fucking thing down but if pirate bay and like and like mega uploads and everything taught us anything in the early days like you can shut down a server it's coming back every five minutes or like um oh, i can't remember when I mean, they showed down silk road they showed down silk road it was a big massive achievement i remember reading the news and it was everywhere i was gonna say they shut like, it down in 27 oh, yeah it was like 27 yeah, more sprung up in re and it's like and the problem is it, what you find is the more you try to do to the internet the worse you make it when you get involved half the time because like in in in, in the silk road thing it was like essentially you had silk road which was the the one-stop shop for everything illegal and it's like that might be a bad thing to have but for sure the worst thing that you can do is shut that down and then watch as 27 like other websites pop up trying to fill the space that it once had none of them being that successful all of them being extremely shady and more dangerous than the original and essentially you've just turned the the, the big bad into the big bad and worse because it's now you've got sketchy people who are always trying to steal your information and all that kind of stuff on all these other websites and it's like exit comes yeah so some I, exit comes. I, like i said I believe that the answer really for governments is to 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 almost follow America with the legalization of marijuana but just to do it with with everything which sounds like a a, a mental kind of thing but I I believe that the thing it is, would the US are having issues sorry I don't mean to interrupt um but the US are having issues where uh legalizing weed at a state level is legal but as a federal level, it's illegal. So yeah, when they I come was, up with their taxes, my... how would they process the funds and yeah, I was talking to my out? friends about this because they were saying this, and like uh, uh, it seems a big part of it comes to the fact that realistically, 
that country lacks any infrastructure for a national system of it. Like they, they pretty much don't have anything national out there more than I think like federal tax and federal law. Like that's the only kind of like national things for them. And then past that, it's obviously the services like the army and all that where you're, that's your nation's army, but they don't have like any national infrastructure in the ways of trains that could get you from A to B. They don't have like a national uh, curriculum like every state varies state to state county to county and it's yeah it, it it baffle- and it's like i said to my friends i said this is i can imagine why you guys struggle to communicate so much i'm like you guys don't even know half the same shit as each other because you've all been taught such a huge varied amount depending on what color your state was that month and and who who was in office that year and it's just you know it's 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 mental to to think that you can't have a national education like just a national standard and it's like you have a standardized testing system but no national standard of education for what people should be taught so out there it's a bit a a bit mental and i think that's why they 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 struggle a lot uh with with some of it but like when it when it comes to here though i think like the answer for us is that because we have only got national government I think like it would be one of those where it's like an ideal position for for someone to to kind of play would be legalize everything to try and beat the black market because I think end of the day you've got the black market kind of there like you're not going to beat them so the problem is is like if you're not going to beat the black market and like how are you meant to yeah I think I think now so I think now though is back to uh, a single link that has links. So it's one link to a server uh, or a, or a forum, um, and then that has all the li- links to the servers that you want to go into. So it's yeah. a bit like Reddit. So it, it, you go into the server or this this room, um, and then let's say you're looking for drugs or you're looking for weapons or guns or phones, enough, right? Enough, enough um, sub, sub drop in and eventually you'll find it. Yeah, and then, yeah, no, no, it, it has like a link. It, it it links you directly to the vendor, but it's one page and whatever you're looking for, uh, it has links directly to the vendor vendor's like server. Yeah. It's one entitled See, but that's um, it. It's like you got, you got to look. So, so I can buy, I can buy drugs and and whatnot on the streets or online, and like the thing yeah. is, is like we're fighting it, but we have all those American import kind of things that come in with drugs, and you're like, look, if they're coming in from America and you're not stopping it, the black market is, it, it has won. There is, there is no battle anymore. It beat you. It's the dominant driving force. And it's like so. The answer is why, why, why try and beat them when you can join them and join them and just destroy them. You can, you can have lower prices, you can have better quality, you can have shops. Like you can make it so that it's illegal to sell it out of a car, but it's fine to sell it out of one of these legally registered weed vans. Like you know, it's. It, I think that that's where governments need to go at the moment for for, for products like like um like drugs is like but, they need to kind of. But then start. again. This is the same government that told everyone to stay at home, out of COVID, and look after oh, each other. I, I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think our government's going to be doing hell? much great at the moment. Like, you know, this, this is a government like, that was hell? having parties before, before, like, you know, Prince Philip's um, funeral. funeral no, at the funeral. At the funeral, on the funeral day. 
I was, I'm pretty I, sure there's I, a funeral I, there. I, I was going to say, well, I'm I think sure. they're on like a three-day binge or something, so I'm pretty sure I remember reading one where it's like they were partying the night before. I think I read another story that reported they also partied the night of, and I think they partied the night after that as well. And it's like, are you... Are you tell, telling me that these guys who get paid ridiculous money, that's another thing I'm a big believer in. I think that we overpay members of parliament. I think like people think they get paid a lot more than they do, but I think that we overpay them still. Because like, if you look... Uh, not, price, not all the politicians. Not all no, of them. Not, I think not, big... not, not all, but like the main... Like, so when you're looking at, say, like an actual MP... Like most MPs are on a standard wage of somewhere between forty to eighty thousand. Uh, I don't With think that's the... true. Yeah, that's that. Like last I checked, that's like their their average wage for for members of parliament is like forty to eighty k a year. Which is, in my opinion, a lot less than what I think some people think they get paid. I've I've had people who thought they like get paid a standard of like maybe a hundred grand. Which would be ridiculous, even more in my opinion. I think if I remember correctly, the payment system for the Prime Minister is really, really interesting. Because they technically have two jobs. Because they are, like, the Member of Parliament and the Prime Minister. Both jobs actually come with their own separate wages. <laughs> so it's like, the Prime Minister then earns, like, 150 grand a year. Like, but in my opinion, I'm like, that's too much money for anyone to earn. I think MPs should be capped at an earning limit. I think that, you know, the, the Prime Minister sure as shit should be as well. Like, that, they get overpaid for, for the job they do when it's taxpayers' money and their job is to make the world kind of better for the taxpayer. I'm like, I think that their job should be to, to make sure that they make enough money to do what they have to do without taking it straight from the person first and foremost. So that they can make sure that our money is then also funding towards more important things that we we want to see, like the National Health Service. Yeah, I mean, or you could just like at the next election, everybody vote for the Green Party or, or a different I, party that they usually see, this, vote for. This is, this is the thing. Um, like, and make sure climate them, change is the most highest priority of all time because that's going to end everything if we do nothing i i think i think the problem is the green party are no different well when you when you look at where everyone sits politically we have like we have two options not in the sense of like we have labor or we have the tories and occasionally we have a bit of a thought about the lib dems but like we have legitimately only really got two options when it comes to our political parties because you have the Tories, and then everyone else sits within the same kind of bubble. Like, no one is really more left or more right. Like, the Lib Dems are just about at the same level as Socialists as the Labour Party is these days, and, like, the Green Party's, like, pretty much similar, like all of them are. And it's it's one of those where it's like, you, you, you only have two options, and all these guys are saying, oh, the answer is an electric... We, we, we get, like, electric cars and we use wind energy and solar and they keep using all those those pretty words to to, to tempt you but but the those, thing is they're right those, no they're terrible answers they are terrible answers if you want to no, they're right problems, sorry they're right in so far as we need to tackle climate change and global warming now oh yeah but as, 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 yeah. as solutions they're all offering the same and it's terrible as an answer we have better answers and we're just not willing to 
to deal with it in my opinion because it's like i think that the best answer for for how we get power is we just we go nuclear it's the 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 most efficient cleanest way to do this that will give us a longer form shot of figuring out a better idea without constantly over polluting what we've already like kind of polluted is like if we just all start like the uk for example can can go nuclear a lot easier because we're a small nation and we have a load of pre-existing nuclear plants in place that can do this so it's like i think for us nuclear is a better answer and then the next answer is you stop with the cars well, what would you do with the toxic waste what the toxic waste from 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 nuclear waste like from a plant because like i mean we're talking like what one huge silo every 20 years or whatever personally dig a big deep hole and just drop it the fuck in it like who cares you you've got to put it somewhere we we wrap it in concrete unless unless we're all going to agree that what we do is we whack all of our uh our, our, our nuclear stuff onto a spaceship and fly it at the sun so that we can guarantee it's never going to be dug up again i think that the answer is that we we just um and i've i've seen a couple different things um that i i find quite interesting one is that you can actually build like one shot nuclear reactors that essentially they're self-contained and then when they're done they're done but they're already buried and everything is pretty much already in the state ready for how you would get rid of nuclear waste uh and then yeah there's... but to build those reactors though they oh, are expensive. yeah no they're, like they're expensive I, I think expensive. i think i think that the better answer but again we already have like quite a few of them in the north of england i've seen quite a, quite a few nuclear reactors and it, again like it's expensive to build windmills and solar panels that are going to do more polluting than they're going to do cleaning you're, you're breaking up time. sorry oh sorry but it's like um it's more expensive in my opinion to 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 get like um to make these windmills and and solar panels that eventually will do more harm than solar panels especially will will eventually like realistically do more harm than good because they're filled with chemicals and whatnot that you can't recycle and safely get rid of and once the solar panels expired there's nothing you can really do to reuse these 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 chemicals so you have to essentially get rid of it similarly and because they don't produce that much in the way of electricity compared Sorry, you're to... breaking up again. Sorry, oh. you're going in and out. It's all right. Um, but yeah, it and like... Um, but like but you do know will... nuclear power is like eight or nine times more expensive than solar power, right? What, for production? To wise? build. To, to build, build, yeah. To build, god yeah. But for, for longevity, for cost effectiveness, it, it nuclear wins every time. Like nuclear wins over over all the green stuff that we're doing because the green stuff we're doing isn't even a long term solution. Like solar panels only ma like last for I think it's like ten to fifteen years, and after that, you you what are you gonna do? Because you can't reuse them. There's a load of toxic chemicals that you don't want seeping into the land, but we gotta store it somehow and get rid of it all somehow. Like it does it doesn't matter if 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 greener if like you know solar is cheaper if solar is just going to give us the same issue in 10 years time because now we've got two million solar panels sat around that we can't get rid of because what are we going sorry. to do sorry sorry uh you keep coming in and out i'm really sorry that's all right um but yeah like it's a, it, essentially it's one of those where it's like what are you going to do because if solar is cheaper solar is cheaper but 
in 10 years time if solar's going to leave you with the same problem which is what do you do with 10,000 solar panels that are now expired then what are you going to do the solar is renewable yeah but some of the chemicals aren't and they're highly toxic and they have to be like the solar panel itself isn't isn't a renewable renewable like forever solar panels die out and they aren't renewable to that extent like there's there's chemicals in them that you can't you can't reuse and you can't properly get rid of and again it's just going to give you another problem in 10 years time that you're sat there waiting for like you're you're going to sit there going oh we need to we need to now come up with a solution for how to safely dispose of these and again nu nuclear is more efficient nuclear is just a lot more efficient than solar and wind because it's store like, it, it doesn't have the same kind of storage issues that these have and it doesn't have the same limitations that they have which is that they don't it doesn't require wind or, or daylight to be able to actually do its job once it's done and it's expired you put your plutonium your uranium inside of like a huge concrete concrete unit and you just like um i, I want to say it's in i want to say it's in um norway or something like there's a huge vault system they're building to store expired new like like um uranium and whatnot from reactors and it's like we can store stuff a lot better than we can do anything else like we can dig down digging down in my opinion is a big answer for a lot of the world's problems is stop building upwards and start building down where it's safer it's, it's cheaper it's there's a lot more space you got a lot more space going down than you do get do do going up mm. This is all fine and dandy, but as long as people keep voting Tory, nothing will change. Most of the Tory MPs don't even believe in human-caused climate change. Oh, I, and I they think, have a climate I, I denier think, as well. I think I so, think Tories, Tories, well, Tories are done at this point anyway. I think like I've I've been saying this for a while. I said is that if we leave the Tories in for the next like twelve years, this is what will happen. Was, I was like, if you watch when David Cameron got elected and then he agreed to do Brexit, like I sat there and like everyone's like, oh, it's going to be terrible. I'm like, it's going to be great. I'm like, the Tories are about to fucking destroy themselves. It goes through and Cameron goes, yeah, I don't agree with it. I'm not the man for the job. And then we got, um, oh, what's her name? Theresa May. Theresa May. Theresa May. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Then we got Theresa May, who was just the funniest woman to watch but the problem was not like half the tory party didn't like her so you were like all right the tories are really going to carry on shooting themselves in the foot and they did and then the next election came round, and like that was mr corbyn and everyone's like oh labor and like i told all of my friends i was at uni at the time so i told all of my friends in liverpool i was like no 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 i'm like i'm voting tory this year it's first and last time i'll probably ever do it i was like but i have to do this and like it's the only way and like we watched as like that just went terribly and it's all fallen apart and they've had like six leaders in three like ele like in three election cycles and it's it it's the funniest thing and i'm like the more that we let them do this i'm like i'm pretty sure the next general election that now crops round the tories are probably going to be out because uh i doubt it I, I don't, don't know because so. I mean, if you look at like the problem is that they don't have any good leader, and all they've just done is expose themselves for all being 
lying conniving individuals and i'm i'm kind of hoping it's like the local mp for where i live is pretty much almost guaranteed out next year none of the locals are, are happy with his party and i think he's won here for the last like or his party has won here the last like four or five elections and it's like now that there's no hope for them because most people agree concurrently that, that, that they shouldn't be in power they're like you know they're like you your party can't be trusted they're like you've you you've, you you spent a, a two years telling us to stay inside whilst you guys partied and did cocaine it's like no it's ridiculous yeah i mean but they're gonna win because they'll just say we had the fastest vaccine rollout we saved a lot of people and everyone will forget what See, they actually I... did I, it I happens every I, I, I reckon it happens too often where people tend to forget a lot of the things they've done. But I think the problem is, is that it's like Boris has had <clears> so <throat> many scandals in the space of a year. Like we're not, I can't imagine a lot of people are going to forget that that's, that's the party that put in charge Boris Johnson to, to spend a thousand pounds per roll of wallpaper and to have cocaine fueled drink fests the night before the uh the prince of england's funeral and like the guy who made the queen of england and this is like the big problem i think they have as well is that like when you look at the conservative party a large amount of their their kind of voters are also big royalists they're the same kind of demographic that tend to be big fans of the queen and the royal family and it's like I can't see a lot of people who who take a lot of pride in in the national like the national view and having the queen and all that sitting there being like yeah I'm happy that my party made my queen sit by herself at her husband's funeral I, I just don't see that being a uh, a common a common outcome for a lot of them at this point and I reckon this is kind of like it's more now to the question of can the rest of England kind of agree on who they want to see take charge next enough to to keep the tories from holding on because i reckon the tories have lost enough that really it will be one of those where it's like who's gonna who's gonna form a new coalition to keep someone else in charge they will win because they have the power of the media trust me they change when they are when there was a debate between uh when Corbyn was in power and there was a voice, the Tory Twitter page changed their name to uh, UK Fact Checker. I don't know if you remember. They changed their Twitter name so that people would believe that it came from a fact-checking Twitter account. See, I don't and then, that, then, but... it got, then it got exposed like almost immediately, but they tried it. They will. There are a lot of people who will still stand behind the Tory party. Even after everything that they have done, with all of the rights that they are taking away from people, you're not allowed to protest because people are annoyed. You're not allowed to have online freedom because they want to know what you're discussing online because of for the children, quote-unquote. Um, they want to know your whereabouts, everything, and they will gladly give them their freedoms and say, we will still vote for you. See, there I mean... Is. There are that I think I think part of the thing is is like I know for 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 one that it's like my father is a conservative kind of voter, but it's like it's not because he likes the party, but it's because when it comes to it, he's a business owner, and they have the best mindset for business and benefiting business. So it's one of those where it's like I, I know a lot so of business I mean, owners will hold on to them, and it's, that's the problem as well. Is that like 
I, th I think that a big problem we've got at the moment is like we've got too many small businesses in the UK and only one party that goes, I'm going to think kind of about business, but mainly how to tax your business. And it's like they've increased the, they increased, um, what is it? The, uh, oh, I've forgotten the name now, national insurance, like by 1.69% yeah. or whatever it was. And then it's like um, Rishi Sunak at the moment is saying, well, I think the answer is to increase, increase tax again, just a little bit more so that we can keep the economy in, in like a stable position. Because we're obviously, we're all sat there going like, are we about to hit a major recession? Is this the end of it all? Is, is England about to dip? Is Europe about to dip? Is America about to dip? And we're all sat there wondering it. And it's like, um, I'm not a big fan of either Sunak or, or Trust, but it's like Trust kept saying, and I, I, I quite agree with her, that the answer probably isn't to increase tax on the people, but the answer is to actually decrease tax on the people so that they have more money to spend in the economy. Now, like, as long as the money is able to move, like, you have a functioning economy still able to carry on. But if you if you start taxing us at 25, 30%. No, but that would, decreasing the tax for everybody wouldn't, that's not what she said, I don't think. I've not read that. Maybe for I, businesses. I, it was from one of her debates many, many, many weeks ago, but it was about, um, uh, it was about his want to increase taxation on like uh, I can't remember. I think it was national tax he wanted to up by like a percent or whatever. And then was she, she... voted for the increase of any? Uh, oh uh, yeah, yeah, tariffs? yeah. No, she 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 did. So it she, was she's entertaining. Not going to decrease the... No, no, she's, she's not. not going... Like I don't think she's going she to. I I like what she's saying for sure about that. I think that the better answer is you need to decrease taxation on people so that there's money to move in the market again, because money's becoming scarce and we can't control that. I think that you then need to accept, though, if the if the if the, if the government do reduce induce uh, reduce the um, cost that you're paying them in tax, you're gonna have some suffering or some benefits disappear that that were nice, and maybe maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe we need to sit there as a society and say, all right, well, what do we not need the government to do that they do with our tax money? Because it's one of those where it's like, if you found out that, you know, a total of 1% of your tax could be saved if we just all agreed to, I don't know, let's say we all agreed to um, remove street cleaners and all of a sudden everyone by the street cleaners, obviously, would would have an extra percent of their, their, their tax. It's one of those where I think, like, we need to be able to sit down and think logically through it. I think, like... I think the problem is the government needs a bit of a reform so that it's not one party in charge of the country, but almost all parties concurrently agreeing on what's best for everyone in the mix. Yeah, I mean, we'll see in five years or how oh, many well, other years. We'll, 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 Whatever, we'll, we'll if, 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 if the planet's still standing in 15 years, we'll all have the joys of uh, seeing how it didn't go very well. We've but, already you know, had 12 years of Tory rule. They have ruined the economy. And they have I find it incredible. All it, all it took was Gordon Brown, like, you know, selling a bit of the gold during, during the first recession. And everyone was like, you know what? That's it. No more Labour wins. 
it's conservative yeah. from here on out and you're like are you serious and they, they no one's let up they're like you can't trust labor they 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 crippled the economy last time you're like the, the tory party right, seem to have done that as well <laughs> our like inflation just... is the highest in 40 years yeah in 12 years not... of rule we have the highest inflation we've had in 40 years the highest Oh, it's of ridiculous. the country like and i can i can accept that everyone's inflation like every country's inflation has had a bit of an interesting year and whatnot yeah. like we can all we i can appreciate all accept, that but not like the uk but, but not, not like, like this and like no i think i think um was it like america had like a 7.4 percent inflation rate or something like that oh, they and have a like, stronger economy still yeah that well they, they they yeah they have an extremely strong economy which is yeah they have a, america to... has a stronger economy america still despite inflation uh has a, a stronger economy than the uk yeah, because it's bigger I, that's, that's I, I, it I, I think i think yeah aside from the size of it i think that they they they've always kind of got like kind of more like america is almost like the land for business like if you want business and you want a good market to work in america is kind of like your wet dream for it like there's nowhere better than this country of spent that's like everyone believes in spending and you know it's it's kind of a non-stop like america seems quite quite good at keeping that uh, that movement for themselves america is a nightmare have you been there i it's i quite toxic. i quite like i quite like the country uh like when it comes to visiting um and yeah, as a tourist, I... not to live there though. Oh yeah, as a, t- you as have a tourist, more rights as a citizen. I think. I think. Um, who was it? Like, I was. I was talking to a couple of my friends, and I said the the first the first problem you have with America is that I think America is almost acting like the big brother to the to the rest of the world because it's had a growth spurt, and that's great. But America still has to remember it's under 300 years old. It's not even hit a quarter of a century yet. Like, it's, what, four more, yeah, four more years, and America turns 250 years old as a nation. And it's like, that's not enough time to figure out how to govern yourselves. Especially with, like, that much land mass. Like, they're not working with some tiny-ass little kind of space. They are, they're working with, you know, one of the biggest land masses available for for that kind of population density and everything else and it's hard i think for a nation that size that young to 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 work yet and i i think it's just that you know they got very lucky that uh they hired the right the right guys to to make the right weapons at the right times and things like that but i think for the most part america is is quite i think it's i think it's a good country I think that what's happening out there at the moment is more. I think it's more like the social constructs of America are, are falling apart, and then when it comes to their race issues, that's an interesting subject unto its own. Like the way that they 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 seem to be dealing with it. I made the yeah, joke. like like I said, America is a. It's a good place, like to visit, but not a good place to like live. I, Especially I think, with the, I think as well, it the rights on what state. of women. I, I see. Well, this the, is this Roe is another Wade one. Roe v. Wade being uh, like not destroyed. What do you call it? Taken aback. 
Uh, I think that's federal. That applies everywhere, I think. Yeah, yeah, I that's well. I could well, be wrong. So what it is, is essentially that Roe v. Wade was a law that essentially gave the federal government the, the deciding factor. The women had the right to, to have an abortion if they so chose, blah, blah, blah. And, like, Roe v. Wade is where, like, all of that was set forward from. But it's like, um, apparently, if I remember correctly, like, the 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 problem with it that like the problem i have with it is that i think it's fine to remove that precedent and essentially give the power back to the states like that that shouldn't be a problem but it is a problem i understand yeah but here's the like i understand the whole well if i live in texas now and i get assaulted or whatever um or like it's a mistake it's an accident anything like that it's like you should be able to get an abortion and now your state's saying you're not allowed one and like i i get where that's that's an issue but at the same time i i think that the problem is is you're asking what is essentially 15 nations of majorly varying opinions to agree to a rule of law and that's just not that easy. Europe, yes, it is. Europe it is. can't even efficiently keep stuff together. But it is that easy. Shall I tell you how? Well, Europe's doing a fine job of it, isn't it? No, 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 no. I'll use I'll use US as an example of getting fifty states to agree to a thing to become federally illegal, and they unify together and they all uh, get behind it. I'm, you, I'm, I'm not saying it's an impossibility, but again, 250 years for 50 states to do to to not not efficiently do that, and I think again, you, you I think that it should be fairly left to a state, shouldn't it? Why why no, why does it no. matter what level of governance has has a say in it? You're still going to let the government have a say in it either which way. So, but so so a federal so the federal government has more power than the state government. So let me tell you. So Except in this situation states, now, though, where the in, federal in government has no right, and the, and to be yeah, fair, I think the bigger problem is, is you have to also then consider that in America, the reason Roe v. Wade was actually like essentially overturned was because they they the Supreme was it the Supreme yeah the Supreme Court Supreme agreed Court. that it wasn't even it wasn't even right in the first place that like that that entire thing was was wrong and that's why it was overturned. Right, uh, I mean, I'm not read like too much into it, but but that's that's like, that's that's the thing. Is the reason that like that Roe v. Wade, but it did offer protection was... though to women. Oh, it, it yeah, it did. But the problem was it was did. that that was a law that wasn't put. Well, that was like a part of the law that wasn't put in place properly, correctly, anything like that. And I think that you're talking about a country that kind of wants too much of one and isn't able to accept the other, which is that like. The more freedoms you want, the less federal government can have control, and then it goes to your local governance, which is how it should be working, really. Because, again, America works better as 50 countries that kind of concurrently agree on a few things than trying to run as one country. Like, it, it's it, essentially, that's what America is, is. It's 50 countries that kind of agree on a few things, and they, they put all their money towards a war effort together. So, like, really, the I local government so, like, should 
should be allowed that right surely to like someone somewhere has to say where it's like what the law is and the question is like where would you rather because if it was the other way around is the way i like to look at this is like if it was the other way around and america said abortion was illegal and then we were all celebrating because it could go back to the state it wouldn't be a problem because then there would be a few states that said it's illegal still but there would be states that said it's legal and like everyone everyone would be like well that's great at least we can get an abortion and it's like you can still get an abortion in america i understand that there's a lot more restriction to it now and there's a lot more that you have to do to try and deal with not it. And in I'm texas not saying it's, it's fair but it's so, like so in a in a state like texas um they so they set up a website where you could snitch like effectively snitch on someone you know who is getting an abortion and we get paid ten thousand dollars yeah and, and, and that that's that's that yeah that's that's not great but here's here's the problem with that if that's how they want to do it you have two options now you have the choice you can live in texas where it's being run like china and people can report you for money and you now can't have an abortion or you can work like an idiot and get the hell out of texas as soon as possible and it's but like how it doesn't so, I'm moving sorry. moving's doesn't not an impossibility sense. out there I'm, I'm not i'm not saying i'm not saying it's an impossibility but with the wage like not everybody earns a lot of money over in the u.s not well, everybody no, I, earns I, a lot I, of money i understand that but if the, yeah no i i understand that but if years. i were, but if i if i were in a position where someone said to me that like let's say devon and cornwall and somerset had two varying laws and devon and cornwall i could be punished for for growing a beard i i mean it's a stupid one or let's say for just being a straight white man i could be punished here but if i went to somerset i wouldn't be punished despite my financial position i would be going to the place that's not going to punish me for for something and it's like if you know that where you're living now is going to start to punish you my answer would be I'd, i'd give up everything i would leave my car behind if it meant safety for me and for what i believe so it's one of those where it's like it's kind of like i live in england i don't believe that you know sharia law is right so i don't move out to anywhere where they still hold sharia law as a as a valid kind of practice and it's like because it wouldn't make much sense it's one of those where it's like again america i view more as a collection of 50 countries i don't view it as this one because i think america viewed as one country doesn't work very well it's it's practically 50 independent countries texas is 98 percent privately owned two percent of the land belongs to the government the other 98 percent is private land and it's like it's because that's a country in its own right texas wants to be its own country most of those states work better kind of because they all have different laws as their own countries and then you look at america boy you look at the united states closer there's an idea of europe and europe is still better than the u.s i mean there are some things for sure there are there are some things i i think that europe gets severely wrong i think that for example the whole kind of like um the euro as a general was is a is a terrible terrible thing to do 
I understand the benefits of the euro, but I also think that it's a very dangerous and risky and weak economy to 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 put your country to well for your country to be a part of. I, I don't know about that. I, I think it's yeah. Well, that is, we, I mean, we, the, all, the... we had veto, so we vetoed the idea. So yeah, we yeah, still we... had power. Yeah, we we yeah. I no, mean, we still I'm, had power I'm gonna just that. move away from discussing women's rights. I mean, I'm not a woman, right? So I don't really know. Oh, yeah, that... But I just go on the EU. We had power to veto any law we like. Oh yeah, for for any. sure. But then but then there's your problem there. So if I can veto any law I like. If I was the leader of the United Kingdom and I didn't believe in abortion and I thought it was wrong and Europe came along and said, we think abortion should be legally free to anyone that shouldn't be withheld like this, that and the other. And I turned around and said, no, we veto that. And say, say, but you that's know, not how like, it would work. Say, 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 say the government in, in place at the time agreed to, to veto that. Where, where would your difference then be between that and the U.S.? Where, where right, I, but an that's independent how, country, can reject a law. That's not how... So you wouldn't make a decision, it would be the party. Yeah, but that's party my point. Yeah, but there's your it's, problem. It's like, yeah, but that's your problem, that. is that people, people always go with, oh, parties don't do that. Parties are comprised of people who tend to sit on the same ideological path as you. The majority of your parties, if you're able to get those positions, sit on the same forefront as you. That's why in America they don't like the idea of like too many people of one belief being a being on the Supreme Court kind of thing because it's too much of one means that the country's entire law system leans to the to the beliefs of those put into that position. For this country, we're lucky it's all voted in kind of stuff. But it, if enough people voted for, 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 say, me to become the prime minister and my view is abortion is wrong, the likelihood is to get me to be a prime minister... I have to hold a majority of the seats in the Houses of Commons. I have to hold a majority government, meaning that the majority probably sit on the same spectrum as me. So they can all vote the same way I am, which is, I don't care what you're saying, my country, my rules. And that, that's where it doesn't become any different then from an American state being viewed as America being like the US. Or the US, sorry, being like Europe. Like... If you can independently Wait, so veto something, then we're no better, surely, are we? Because that's that's the federal government trying to set a law that I can turn around and say no to, so long as I've got the right people in the right places. And governments are set up like that; they tend to be the yeah. Right so that the leaving right the EU didn't. So that leaving the EU still doesn't make sense because you have the right to not obey certain rules. I think I I I wasn't a massive Brexiteer. I don't. I, I, I personally couldn't have cared less whether we stayed or whether we left. Leaving, in my opinion, is just more inconvenient because you know countries can now just make my my traveling to them more a hassle, which that's fine. Let them do that if that's if that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Uh, I wasn't a massive supporter of the EU either. I I think that the the EU had a lot of a lot of flaws. I think that the EU failed to to cooperate correctly throughout history and has has caused a lot of its own problems to come and bite it in the ass similar to nato i think the same i think that major organizations that tried to keep control over multiple countries probably will always end up screwing themselves over at some point because they'll you'll you'll create your own worst enemies and like that 
if you can't be 100% accepting, then you probably shouldn't do it. And none of those kind of organizations can be 100% accepting as we've witnessed throughout history. So it's, it's one of those where it's like, I don't think the EU has gotten much right because we currently have a war going on out towards the east of us. And it, 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 I think that we have to share in the responsibility of it as a collective of nations. Yeah, so we should have stayed, is what my point is. I, I no, I don't. I think that that was the problem. I, I think that Europe was a was a was a big issue. The, the the European Union was 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 a was a big part of the problem that's caused that kind of backlash. Is like so work you, to fix you, it, right? I yeah, but it, I think that if it's broken, maybe the answer is that we we all leave it and we all sit down and we all maybe reconsider what we did, and this time we we try and do it better, but. I think that I think that you know, I think it should have been an agreement that maybe every every nation probably should have left Europe or every nation should have joined Europe, that could have joined Europe. For example, like I think that we should have kind of gone with. I know Sweden has just joined and Finland has just joined, obviously because of the Russian threats that there could be wars coming up their way if if Putin decides to go absolute nut job, but. I think it's one of those where it's like similarly I think I think the European Union the European Union in my opinion has has got some responsibility to bear on like the whole Russia problem at the moment and I think like Russia has a responsibility for the Russia no, problem No I, I no 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 that is, that is that is a very bad way in my opinion to look at to look at political kind of issues are like you, that are you defending Russia no, I'm not defending Russia, but I'm never going to sit here and say that I think it's 100% the Russian responsibility. I think that's how we have those kind of problems, where I don't think it's just a Russian responsibility. I think that I think that Europe and America should all, should all be able to sit here and agree that when the opportunity to probably avoid this outcome was offered to us throughout history, we have spat in the face of it because we think that we are better and we don't want to do things that we don't want to do and you know that's fine but i think that we all have to be able to kind of agree though that for that reason maybe we have we have created created an enemy for ourselves that we we wouldn't have had if we had decided to act better let's say in a better sense would you would you say the same thing for the palestinian and israel conflict i I, I don't think i i don't think i know enough about the conflict between israel and palestine but i'm sure that like given given some ability to look through all of its history it would there's probably some some commonality somewhere that you can build build from where the problems are for example though i think that you know a, a problem that is held in Europe is that we 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 seem to have isolated our friends in in the East and kind of treated them like they weren't equivalent to us at a time where they were rebuilding. And this is Russia is a nation. Let's keep in mind asked for a few things. Russia asked for the Baltic states to be left alone. That was what Russia had requested of NATO and Europe, and NATO and Europe all looked like had, had agreed we we would leave those states alone, so that Russia felt like it had a border from the people who had just kind of warred the fuck out of it. 
you know, like they wanted a, a safety net. And I think, you know, realistically what they're saying is they need a safety net. We need a safety net. And then if if we as Europe decided we should have gotten involved, what we should have done is we should have gone over to Russia first and foremost and said, look, instead of them joining us, how about we make the Baltic state border like group or whatever they, they, they decide to name it. And you would have had a union there that could have worked peacefully with, with Europe but still not being part of Europe for, for, for the calmness of the Russian people. I think that when Russia wanted to join NATO back in, I want to say it was like 2001, um, if not a bit beforehand, like when Russia asked to join NATO and they were rejected, I think that, again, I don't know every detail of it, but I think that essentially for, for a nation like Russia that treats everything with a lot of more pride and like kind of conviction than most other countries that that must essentially feel like you know someone spat in your face and then when putin came to power and wanted to join europe and he was told no uh he couldn't join europe uh, or russia wouldn't be allowed to join the european union like again that's just a spit in the face of, of of a country that's willing to do some horrible stuff so i think that part of it comes to as a nation should we not should we not all be able to sit there and kind of agree with one another maybe we should bear some responsibility in in the outcomes of this war i think that it's more than just russia's fault i think that russia might be the aggressor who's started the physical confrontation but i think that russia europe and america have spent their entire time waiting for this to happen sorry broke up hello Hello. Yeah, sorry you broke up. You went silent. Oh uh, yeah, no, but yeah. <clears> so like, this is this this is the outcome that we are like. Essentially, this is an outcome that should have that has come from all of us. We have all been a big part of this. Like, this isn't just pure Russian aggression. Like, we seem to. I think I think the problem is we shouldn't be sat there saying, "Ah, oh, Russia's in the wrong." I think we should be sat there saying, "Russia's started a war." that we all kind of threw into the cooking pot to make. Like, we, we uh, could have done a lot better with that country, and we kind of just left it as the evil nation that it was in our eyes. Mm, I can... I, I don't know. I think we have a difference of opinion on that, I guess. I think we're going to have to agree I to disagree. Like, like, like I said, it's, fi it's fine. I mean, out, out of curiosity, though, that then my question would be, like, where do you... Where do you seem to, to where do you sit with with the whole Russia Ukraine thing? Is it is it just purely Russia's Russia's fault for starting this war? Or Russia has been bombing Ukraine for years. You know that, right? It's not. This yeah, is no, not I'm, this I'm, 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 well I'm, I'm well aware. When 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 this war started and everyone seemed so shocked, I was like, we shouldn't be that shocked. They took Crimea like six years ago. Yeah. Like, exactly. So, but the thing is, the thing is, is again though that that doesn't mean it's just just be, just because they've done the first the first mainland assault doesn't doesn't mean at that point again though that it's just purely a, a Russian a, a Russian well, aggression. I think if, no, if, I think if, I think that that's so if, that's that's a closed-minded way of looking at it. So if to, Group A attacks Group B and Group C supports Group B instead of looking or the sorry condemns think, group a if group c I, condemns group a they're in the right because group a attacked first 
Yeah, sure. But, yeah, but I, I, I think I think that the problem is that, that again, that again, you're not looking at your problem. You're looking at you're looking at the the response to a problem, and you're not looking at the problem. The problem is that Europe and America had just spent the last thirty years spitting in the face of a fallen apart Russia. This wasn't the USSR. This is from ninety one, a country that was new to itself, completely broken. Everything it kind of knew had been changed. It had just come out of like egregious problems, and the country that had essentially kind of allowed or assisted in this happening, the collapse of the USSR, America, had later in years once 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 Russia had stopped being the Soviet Union and was Russia, it, instead of essentially trying to take one of these several olive branches that were offered towards it decided that they weren't willing to do that yet and whether you like that or not if you're going to spit in the face of a man whose life is all about the pride and honor that he feels for himself and like his country if he then punched you in the face you'd kind of have to stand there and say well i i did spit in his face so maybe he had an overreaction for sure but i still aggravated him like you can't he he didn't sit there unaggravated it wasn't an unprovoked attack like none of this was unprovoked is the problem technically it was but it wasn't because you've got 30 to 40 years of of like history to build to a moment ussr though no it's not this is this is a new country that got treated like the ussr for the last 30 years it hasn't been the USSR since 1991, and since 1991, that country has never been treated correctly. And then you sit there and you can go, like, and, then, and like the problem is... What do you mean you by sit, correctly? Well, I, I think that when a nation requests the opportunity to join Europe, you, you, give it, you give it, like, an opportunity to join Europe. Because you can't now sit here and say that NATO and Europe have these open-door policies and they'll take anyone when Russia came to them in like the early 2000s and tried to join these alliances to prove that it wasn't the same USSR that you had treated like that you had beaten you looked at it and said no it wasn't it wasn't even considered like Russia just couldn't join these things America didn't want Russia in NATO and most of Europe just I I can't remember the exact response but I believe it came to the conclusion that Russia had too much landmass and therefore because of its connections to china and so on and so forth wouldn't be able to join the european union though realistically that's not a problem and you would be able to deal with all that kind of stuff if you really wanted to if you wanted if you wanted russia to join europe you wouldn't even if that was a real problem that wouldn't be a real problem you would find more advanced ways of working around it so i think that again you have to look at we have kind of not tried to befriend a nation and now that that nation of extremely proud people has turned around and thrown the first punch doesn't mean they're right by any means you know i don't think the the, the conflict is 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 right in any way shape or form but i think that it, it has to be accepted that russia aren't the only party to have been an assistance in like starting this like Europe and America both equally kind of rejected the nation and and decided to to leave it and it, it's one of those where 
you can you can say well what they do they have to play nice well i'd say yes to an extent all all governments should realistically try and play nice with each other but i think that if you know the kind of person and people that you're dealing with and you know that this is a nation built on a lot of honor and a lot of pride and respect that you probably should consider that these people might take rejection differently to how you would take it because for them that's that's a hit of pride where for you that's just meh who cares it's just rejection but for a proud strong or once strong nation a nation that still wanted to consider itself strong to to eventually be treated like the enemy when it's not even meant to be the enemy anymore i don't know it's delving too much into the government perspective of this being a russian propaganda podcast so oh no no it's it's by no means no, russian say, propaganda um, like i, 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 agree I to like disagree. i said like i said my, my point's more to the fact that i just don't think you can you can solely blame a single nation for for a conflict as complex as as what russia's doing similarly it's like i think you know what's going to end up happening with china will probably be a, an interesting one that if if it, if they do end up doing something like attacking Taiwan, which God forbid they do, but you know if they do end up attacking something like Taiwan, then it's one of those where if they do it because we keep standing there and egging them on instead of standing there and trying to resolve the issue calmly, then you can stand there and say china threw the first bomb yeah sure but we all stood there at the sidelines pissing china off until they had no choice but to go do you know what fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna throw a bomb and start a war and it's like you're not innocent just because you stood on the sidelines of these events and egged the guy on like that's more where the problem lies it's not so yeah i mean it. i can yeah, I see. I guess I see where you're coming from, but uh, I think we're going to have to agree to disagree on this point. Yes, like I said, that's that's a perfectly um, perfectly fine way to to, to to view it, isn't it? But, <laughs> um, but yeah, obviously... because we could be on hours on this topic. To be oh, honest. oh God, be I, I, I think I think if people truly wanted to in, de in depthly discuss any anything when it comes to the politics, especially like geopolitical kind of issues that are going on in the world especially in conflict zones you, you probably spend a month of your life back and forthing about how to view it and still not be at the 100 percent right <laughs> come the end as to where everything goes wrong i i I'm, i think every conflict is is extremely uh extremely complicated much like um because you did you say your family come from is it south in did you say the south india uh in south east asia yeah southeast southeast asia, asia. southeast asia yeah. so it's i i assume that you well, probably uh, know pakistan indian subcontinent ah uh, so you you will probably know quite well then like the the kind of like issues and border problems that were had in um like north, north india in the 40s when england walked out yep yeah, like so, you you kind of I'm sure then you you you've witnessed what it looks like when people spend even even a week talking about a subject and there's still no good answer to how you're meant to deal with something more than you probably shouldn't have put a line on the bit of paper in the first place. <laughs> yeah, I think that was that was I'm, the answer I, mean, I, I came to. It all. 
I've had week-long conversations. All light is nothing. Um, but yeah, no, I, I yeah, and I, I get your point. I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, it's just life, man. It, you, I, I can't expect anyone to agree with everything that uh, that I ever say, but I can hope that maybe we have some point somewhere in the world that that we can we can sit there and agree on whether it's whether it's just that you know beer is better than cider or vice versa. <laughs> But uh, as whether or not Man United should ever be in the Premier League or something, right? I, 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 I mean, I, I mean, let's be honest here. They shouldn't be. They just shouldn't be. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who you support, but I'm, I'm a Chelsea I, I fan. Don't, I don't support anyone because like, I'm like, yeah. I, I watch a lot of American sports. I watch the NFL. I watch basketball and baseball. But like when it comes to English sports, I'm just like, it's so weak. So growing up, I used to be a Chelsea fan, and I just grew out of it because, like, what was the point? Uh, and then I recently got told that Man United, which I always thought were like a decent team, were actually like really shit this season. They got no players, no managers, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't care. See, the way you I'm looking at it is, as 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 the years have gone on, I'm like, I think football's just kind of fallen off completely. Like I, I'm not a massive fan, but over the years, like it has definitely dropped and dropped and dropped and dropped. And like I, I couldn't care less anymore half the time who even wins. And I, I used to at least care whether Chelsea won. And now I'm like, uh, if they win, they win. If they lose, they lose. I'm like no one really cares about the sport anymore. It's kind of subpar at the end of the day. But I yeah, mean, no, to I be fair, I, I, but I can't sit down and watch American sports. No offense to them, but like for me, most American sports are a bit like watching cricket. It just feels like a cricket lot of time fantastic. for nothing That's to the... happen. What are you talking about? Well, I'm talking more test days. Like this episode goes out. Well, I mean, what? like you know, you, from both you, continents, how the hell can you sit? How can you sit there though and enjoy like the, the the four days of like the testing and all that? Like that is just dull. I can't sit there and like watch five days of cricket straight. I like I like like the twenty twenty stuff, you know. Get yeah, in, yeah. smack balls, get out, go, done. <laughs> That's what makes the sport like really good. Oh my god. I would. I worry for your safety when this goes. Well, no, up. but it's 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 I like it's agree. like think about um, baseball. I think similar. It's it, it it's just a lot of. It feels like a lot more watching a long-winded sport that's less enjoyable. Like I, f- football for me, like American football especially. I don't find American football too fun to watch. I think it's more entertaining, in like a if you were going to watch it as almost like a TV show way, it's more entertaining than rugby, but I'd rather watch a game of rugby. And like, even then rugby, I I can at least say is entertainment because I get to just watch like, you know, blokes run into each other with enough force to break a bone. And occasionally they break a bone and like, that's, that's fun. But it's like most of the other ones, like especially baseball and like um test cricket and all that kind of stuff it's just like stadium sports like that i don't i kind of don't get the point in watching all the time <laughs> fair enough fair enough fair i enough. mean i can imagine especially considering you're from up you're you're from up north where cricket's a much bigger sport <laughs> i don't i don't gonna... know if it's a much bigger sport but cricket oh, I mean, as a english pastime right is sorry 
back in the old days it used to be quite uh quite a big big thing up in up in yorkshire i remember um my my partner's like uh grandparents uh they had their kids in yorkshire just so they could uh potentially play for the yorkshire cricket team because the only way you used to be allowed to play for the yorkshire cricket team was if you were born in yorkshire and as it should be i'm joking <laughs> no it's damn right, right best way to do it <laughs> regionalism <laughs> feudalism bring it back <laughs> but yeah, but no, yeah no, it's, uh, you enjoy what you enjoy to be honest it's one of those I, 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 I used to watch competitive gaming like you know uh, League of Legends used to be like one of my big ones so I used to watch like 5 hour league competitions so I can understand that like everything is a little bit special to someone in it because like there are not many people i'm sure who would want to watch five hours of like league of legends gameplay maybe but, dragon you know. ball z maybe dragon ball z maybe <laughs> yeah I, I see it's been so long i i stopped playing video games for what the nice seven years and in doing that i i feel like i've just lost touch with the world as as it when it comes to gaming like when i left league of legends felt pretty big and Minecraft was still like number one. Fortnite wasn't a thing yet. Like people were playing games like The Forest, and I think like GTA Five had just dropped. And I've come back after all these years, and I don't even know what's happened to Minecraft anymore. Uh, most of most of my Steam library just looks completely different to me now. I don't understand it. Like no one seems to be on League of Legends anymore. I, I was I was trying to I was trying to get play a game the other day and I was like oh no one I know is on this I was like that's well bugger it I guess I won't I won't try and get a game in because I'm like I'm too rusty to try and play with with people I don't know yet <laughs> but yeah, yeah I like... mean it... I don't I don't know I don't really play games um but it is what it is you go up, yeah you lose touch and just like yeah. It is what it is. Uh, it's the joys of dropping off the internet for just shy of a decade. Apparently, when you come back, everyone everyone's grown up. A decade. <laughs> Moved on with their life. Off well, the just internet. shy. That is ancient. Seven seven years, nearly. Where I the only what well, is two thousand fifteen? Yeah, two thousand fifteen. My PC broke, and I pretty much came off of. I, the only things I did was like I'd occasionally go on like certain social media, but like most of my gaming friends at the time didn't have that social media. But like I don't I don't use Facebook, um, I don't like use Instagram. Um, I I have a Twitter, but I've only I've only probably had that now for I want to say two years. But I, I I didn't use it for much. I just had had Twitter in case case i wanted to, to scroll through it kind of thing and then yeah I, I i don't i don't use a lot of social media all i do is like go i go on youtube or i or i watch like anime and stuff like that like i i kind of like i don't need social social media like my my best friend and i we've known each other since we were i want to say like two years of age three years of age somewhere like that so like we have each other's number we just text each other when we want to hang out i'm a big big outdoorsy kind of guy so seven years off the internet didn't seem to bother me all that much <laughs> yeah but what i'm saying is is ancient in terms of how quickly things just develop and move yeah. on and 
new inventions get created and the whole thing yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the return, yeah. the return to the return to everything has been a uh, a massive shock recently. Like, I was I was on Photoshop, a program I used to be fluent in, and like I am clicking, trying to figure out what the hell I'm doing. I was editing um, another one of my podcasts, and I I was lost. Honestly, I was just lost. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I was looking at it all and like this this confuses the hell out of me i'm like i used to do this every day for like three hours a day i i could churn it out and now nothing not a clue what i'm doing anymore it's it, it's it's like learning to walk all over again like apparently uh, if, you, if you come away from tech for too long tech tech grows quite quickly <laughs> it does it does it does i'm sure you'll get back into it though Oh, I'm luck. sure yeah, you'll, for sure. You'll you'll get back into it, hundred percent. I can I can only I can only hope, can't I, for for future episodes and whatnot that I can at least get a bit more uh, a bit more back into the swing of things with uh, with all the tech and whatnot. But um, what time? Oh, wow, that's that's pretty much perfect. We've just kind of uh, snuck past yeah, the two, hour, the two mark, hour mark, so mark right? Wow. That's a that's a yeah, it's a good mark to 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 be at. I, I think. Um, so what I'll, what I'll do is I'll um I'll I'll end this this episode here, guys. Um, is there anything that you would like to, would you you'd like to say or or, or plug before you before you go? Uh, not not really. Oh, um, yeah. So everybody should read the egg, the egg story by Andy Weir. Uh, Weir? I don't know how to say his name. You can provide the link I sent you. I was gonna say um, you've linked you it to me, haven't you? Um, so I'll, uh, I'll make sure that's in the uh, description. It's probably going to be in the description. Everybody should read it, and then everybody should tell me what they think. Um, they can DM. No, they can't DM. He's talking about my Reddit. Uh, how do I get in touch with you? How do get people get in touch with me about their ideas? You can you can you uh, can Reddit leave your opinions fine. on it in Reddit. the in, you you Reddit. can leave it in the comments if you want, and uh, you'll cut. You'll have to come back and view the comments every so often to see other people's opinion no, no, on no. your book. <laughs> if, if no no no, so if people want to, they can like Reddit me. You can post my like username, but just my username, um, not my email or my whatever we're recording on now. Um, so if you just you and then Brexit Blaze is my um. I can I can link your Reddit in the description for you if you want. Yeah, yeah, and you can DM me what you think. But the, 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 I really want to discuss that. That book has changed my life, and I haven't. It's not even been twenty four hours since I've read it. That book is wonderful. It's amazing. It's awful. It's beautiful. It's tragic. It's everything. It's the human experience of the whole thing. It's so so good. So yeah, I'll have to give it a read later on and then I'll probably end up plugging it to my future guests. Be like, you need to read it. It changes your life. <laughs> it, it does, though. If you, if you get into the idea of what I was thinking about, so essentially what it says is I have just been talking to myself. I am you and you are me and we are all as one. There is no I. There's just we and us. But we and See, us is sounds... I. It's it like, like... Mm. Sounds like a good book. Well, thank you again for watching, everyone. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of this week, and um, I'll see you in the next one. Uh, thank you again so much for uh, for coming on this episode. Uh, your link will be in the description to your Reddit and to the book, The Egg. Uh, everyone have a great time, and I'll see you later. Thank you. Bye.
but yeah no awesome man thank you so much for for this it has been it has been a pleasure talking with you